as we prepare for Parsha Bo, um, continuing our leadership series, we are privileged to have Suri Gans joining us on our podcast. Thank you for joining us. Oh, so glad to be here. Suri joins us today um, from the Jewish New Teacher Project. Um, Yeshiva Artor has had a wonderful relationship with JNTP for over a decade now. Um, JNTP trains teachers to be mentors who work with new teachers. How, how has your day been? It's been wonderful, starting from my very warm welcome today, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's just been it's been great. It's always exciting to meet the mentors mm-hmm. and see them in their own space, um, and really get to see how things are going in the mm-hmm. school. And. In addition to today, though, uh, Surya and the leadership team spent the day together um, when we went to the city to learn with other administrators and and principals for the day. Uh, One of the things uh, you had taught us that day is about brain plasticity. Why why is that important now in education? Wow. Well, um, we now know things about the brain that we didn't know a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we know how the brain works, and we also know that the brain is not a static um, machine. Mm-hmm. It's something that's constantly growing and developing. Um, and we, knowing that, we can actually consciously make an effort to grow mm-hmm. our brains um, and to really change the way we learn and how we learn and what we learn and how much we really can, can absorb and ha- you know, mm-hmm. how uh, successful we can be at our learning. So what's an example of what that would look like in the classroom? So, um, well, we talk a lot about growth mindset. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about um, you know, students need to really know that they can do things. And even if something is hard for them now, it might be hard now. They, they haven't mastered it yet. Mm. Um, but there's a yet mindset that's mm-hmm. really important for students to have so that they can um, plan actions and plan strategies to be able to grow their capacity and grow their skills. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things you said on Monday when our team joined you is that we're preparing children for jobs that we don't even know exist. And you gave us a number of how many different careers a child could have in the future? Research shows that a child now may have up to seven careers in their future. Yes. How do we prepare kids for jobs we don't know about and potential seven careers? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about that is flexibility. Mm -hmm. You've got to be flexible. You've got to be a lifelong learner, Mm -hmm. someone who really values learning, wants to learn new skills. I might not know this skill now, but I'm really interested in learning more about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is probably the most important thing that we can develop in children from a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, things that we work on in school, on our podcast, we share with parents. Um, so that maybe they can work on those things at home. What are things we can do with children to teach them how to be flexible? I know you have some experience as a mom. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to think about something specific. Um, you know, I, I think that there are conversations that can happen mm-hmm. all the time around the dinner table, around the Shabbat table. Um, you know, when a child mentions something or an adult at the table, you know, mentions something that they saw, mm-hmm. even, you know, unrelated to school or learning, um, but to really start asking those questions about, hmm, you know, what is that? What do you think that's about? You know, what are some of the greater lessons we can learn about that? Mm-hmm. Um, not just taking, you know, stories for granted as like, you right. know, just hearing them on the surface, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, superficially, but really digging deep, more deeply mm-hmm. um, and trying to develop a, 
a way of thinking mm -hmm. um, that students can actually grow, you know, grow up being right. comfortable thinking about the world around them, what do they learn about it, mm -hmm. what's my takeaway, and where do I go with this? Mm -hmm. On one of our last podcasts when we were talking about, I think it was, must have been about making mistakes and that, that we are role models in that regard. So being a role model in terms of flexibility can sometimes be hard as a parent. You know, you have a plan for the day and you packed everyone into the oh, minivan yeah. and you're going somewhere and things <laughs> didn't go well. And I, I could just think for myself, if I'm frustrated in that moment, remembering to be like, okay, this is a good time to teach flexibility. That could be a challenge, but very, very powerful. Sure. Oh, I guess our plan, you know, didn't work for today. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's true. So flexibility and growth mindset are what we should be focusing on in schools today. I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's also teamwork, um, you know, knowing how to be a team player. Mm -hmm. It's also part of that flexibility. You know, right. things don't always have to be done exactly the way I want them to be mm -hmm. done, but if I'm working with a team, then it's about all the people around me and, you know, how they, mm -hmm. um, how they perceive the you know what's supposed to happen and what the goals are mm -hmm. we certainly do try to do that as that's part of great. our curriculum that's um, in terms of cooperative learning which I'm, I'm sure you saw you just sure. walked around the building sure um, as for the whole year we're talking about empathy and specifically this month we're talking about leadership and being an upstander and we're really learning that from Moshe Rabbeinu who really embodies empathy and kind of standing up for people in need how do we teach children to be leaders, to have empathy? How do, how do we teach those things? The first thing we need to do is model it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the way we model it is by stepping outside of ourselves sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes we, we hit challenging situations and our first reaction or our knee-jerk reaction is about me mm. and how this affects me, but kind of taking a step back and saying, you know, I wonder how the other person in this situation feels. Um, I wonder if there's something that I can do to actually help somebody else in this situation. Mm -hmm. um, and, and thinking about the other. That's right. really, you know, that, that's really what makes a, a leader. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it in terms of Moshe Rabbeinu, that's, right. that's why God chose him. <laughs> yes, he really thinks about other people and people he doesn't know so well. Yeah. He extends outside himself. Um, so I think that that's very, very important. And I like, you know, the idea that a leader has empathy. Sure. Yeah. What, do you have any thoughts about that? Like, so um, again, I think that a leader. You know, I think the main point. You know, sometimes we look at we look at people who are in charge, right? Um, and we think, oh, they must have very, uh, you know. Um, they must have very good self-esteem, mm -hmm. and they must, you know, think very highly of themselves. Right. Um, but self-esteem and thinking highly of yourself are two different things. When mm -hmm. someone thinks so highly of themselves that they can't think of the other, mm -hmm. that does not mean self-esteem, and that doesn't make a good leader. No. Um, sure someone not. who really has self-esteem can actually mm -hmm. put themselves aside mm -hmm. and think about the other, other people. Yeah. So that's something we see with Moshe. And as you were talking about flexibility, it's interesting because. Moshe really come, extends outside of his comfort zone. I mean, he grew up in the palace, and then his life really turned into a very different direction, and he adapts to that. Yeah. Maybe that's another, you know, quality that we learn about him. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been so nice having you here. Thank you. Um, I will also mention that Suri has co-authored a curriculum called Foundations. Can you, can you tell us about <laughs> it? 
Sure. She's putting you on the spot. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have co-authored with a close friend of mine, Hananoa Gelfish, um, a high school curriculum for girls in um, girls' high schools that is now being taught in um, schools across the country in L.A., mm-hmm. in Chicago, in um, Baltimore, in New York. That's where we're from. Um, New York, New Jersey. Queens, mm-hmm. and um, it's a program that helps students. Actually, we were t- just talking about um, self-esteem, and I would actually phrase it as sense of self. Nice. The program helps um, young women to really develop a sense of self mm-hmm. based on Torah mm-hmm. and Torah values, mm-hmm. um, and to know why we were put in this world and the value that we have, our internal spiritual value that we have just by virtue of the fact that we were created and we're here. Um, and that we each have a very special mission to mm-hmm. um, to perform and to achieve, um, which is actually always changing. Right, right. Adaptability, yeah. flexibility. There what a go. beautiful message to um, the future, the Jewish future. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for joining us today in Har Torah and on our podcast. We Great. appreciate it. Um, don't forget to print up your table talk. Wishing everybody a Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.